ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, everybody. It is Sideline Sports Time. It is the best time of the week. It is Tuesday evening. It is myself. It is John. It is JB. And gentlemen, I told you before anything got started tonight, I uh, I would be taking over the intro. And in doing so, I need to change one thing. My name is not right. That's better. That's right. Your boy is GM of the year and the fantasy football champion. And JB, Tainted you're not going to say a word because I got to tell you something. You can complain, Tainted. but I'm going to tell you something. Tainted. There were three. Tainted championship. He got muted. Can, can I do can I do no. the honors? Can I can, can I can I take go? a moment here and explain something, JB? I'll add you back if you can just be quiet for just a moment because Tainted. there were Tainted. no. You can complain, but I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Because there were three Tainted. options on the board, and John, as commissioner, had the obvious choice to make the choice of what happened. And John, will let you speak in a moment to explain your decision or whatever you want to say. I would love to give you the floor after, yeah, I have but I just want to make a point of saying something. Number one. <sighs> Going into Monday Night Football, obviously unforeseen circumstances happened. Demar Hamlin, which there's great news, and we'll get into that shortly. Joe Burrow as JB's quarterback, he's down 30, about 35 points. JB has Joe Burrow. So at the moment, we had we had a couple options on the board. Number one, John could decide and say, look, there's no way JB was coming back. I don't believe he would. Jake is champ. That was a decision he made. And again, John, we'll, we'll talk to that in a moment. Number two was we play in week 18 and we would actually give Joe Burrow his projected total, which was about 21 points and have JB and myself do a playoff. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And if we would have played in week 18, I'd like you to know. I checked the entire score all week. I scored over 90 points. Your team combined for under, under 50. So I still would have beat you. And number three, the third option was to give Joe Burrow the points that he scores in week 18 and have them count for week 17. Joe Burrow scored a whopping 11 points. So, JB, you can complain. You can call it tainted. You can call it whatever you want. Except the asterisk. He can complain all he wants. But all that needs to be said is this. I won in that week. And I understand that. He's All just right. going to go on and on. In week I'm 17, it was different. But I beat you both ways in week 18, it's and you just can't accept. You lost. You lost, Thank big you. man. You're Thank looking you. at the champ. I won. Thank you. Thank I am you. the champion. Thank you. The video says you're out of order. And, and that's are. great, John. Sure, if you made out of order. 
Good work. You're out of order. I'm assuming you did. Listen, the the commissioner made the decision. I abide by it, but I will always say it's an asterisk. As some people look at Barry Bonds' home run record, which which (laughs) I live with, and I say is the the correct record. JB, all the options that were presented had you still losing. So what's your excuse? There, there is no excuse. They didn't play the game that would have mattered. It so does. either way, it's it's an asterisk. Accept uh, it. Congratulations, I, you won. And you have an asterisk next year. And I'm GM of the year for a reason. And you can put an ne- asterisk next, next year. To my name. Next year, when I win, you know, there'll be no asterisk. So I will be number one. Just accept it. You know, I didn't have to fleece people to win. I, I, I am the hey, true champion. I'm really? Are you sure champion. about that? Are you sure? Because I'm pretty people. sure we all did that. I am the people's champion. Everyone no, you're not. That's it. Raise your hand Everyone if you won a fantasy me. football championship this year. I did, actually. Congratulations. Did you beat me? I uh, beat you multiple yeah, times. I don't think that was a question you asked him. That's fine. I didn't know he won a championship, and so good for him. I, I asked you, did you beat me? The answer is no. You didn't beat me in the championship, man. Beat you in the other league, I guess. No, I won in that league, too. Said he was champion in a league. That's not no, with not, me. Not in that league. Not in that. In league. any leagues I was in, JB has zero titles, and your boy that's, has. That's, that's two. correct. I actually beat the, the top fantasy people in fantasy people. Oh, so, so we're not the top. One. Okay, he's. This just sounds like JB's a little upset that he lost. No, the East like people specialize some, uh... in fantasy football. We we specialize in sports talk. All sports yeah. talk. We're, we're yeah, this isn't a map Dakota show. This is a. So I beat John him too. Cheer. I beat him too. That, he does fantasy football. This isn't a I, fantasy we're, we're, football. I understand. Show. I beat him in a championship as well. That's this two is chips. Uh talk about sports show. Okay. Exactly. And you know, right now, Mr. Asterisk. Mr. Asterisk, you wear it well. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> and and John, I got one question for you. Where's my championship belt? When's that coming in? Well, you gotta come here. I, that wasn't part of the rules. You told me if I won, you'd send it to me. So I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you hand by hand. That's not sending, John. That's handing it over. Listen, you can have your championship belt. You can have your tainted championship. That's fine. The real winner <laughs> The real winner is right here. That's all no, it's that. not. The so scores the indicate winner, you lost in every which winner, way, JB. The real winner resides in Brooklyn. They really? How did you win? Tell me, how did you win? In what way did All you right, beat me? You guys, again, are out of order. Oh, JT with a great My idea. gosh, two a times belt, in less than six minutes. A belt presentation next week. JT, our, our producer in the back, I love the idea. We should do that. I've never seen an well, out of order two times in less than six minutes. That's fine, but I'm the champ. Listen, whatever puts you to bed so I night. feel like our teams are in the NFL playoffs, but uh, we really haven't touched that yet. That's we fine. About raise, JB, here's something we can agree on. Going. JB, raise your hand if your chance, if your team legitimately has a chance to win this weekend. No. John, you put your hand down. Raise your hand if your normal starting quarterback is definitely playing this weekend. Definitely. So your quarterback right now, I don't know if you heard the news about your quarterback, but he's ask, his agent is asking for $46 million a year. Where did you see that? I'd love to know. I saw that uh, a couple hours ago. That is what's forty six million over how many years? No, forty six million per year. Yeah, I'd asking. love to Four know where year. you found that, John. Do Four me a favor. Well, tell me where you found that because just so somebody doesn't win the Super much. Bowl. So actually, they do. Sort of quarterbacks. But the Giants but and him, as of yesterday, were the talks were heating up um, about a contract. John, John, no John, do me a favor. Just, hold on. 
do me a favor. Where did you find this $46 million a year, please? I'll find her again. Please do. Because, look. And as you're looking for it, see if you can find the asterisk for Jake. <laughs> and you know what? And you can find this L for JB. There, there was no L. My game you you lost. Completed. Just accept that you lost. But anyway. No. Anyway. John, I was declared, John I was you know what? JB, again. My guys didn't finish playing. John, again, yeah, yeah, they did. Let's let's talk about something oh, we can agree on, JB. Whose quarterback has, JB, raise your hand if your quarterback has had zero concussions this season. Well, Is that I something mean, to brag about? Like, John, when, raise, John, are you ra- flexing on, on somebody on, that got John, hurt after what raise just your happened hand if your quarterback Hamlin? has had three concussions this year and should uh, well, realistically probably retire because hold of on. that? Are you flexing after no, what John. just happened to DeMar Hamlin? He didn't get a concussion. What? No, but he got hurt, and and the whole no, thing that's not the point I'm making. And not injuries, John. You're no. pointing out the fact that your quarterback has had three concussions this season and should probably never touch and a you're football field on ever. Is that listen? a hill you're dying on? Be quiet and listen, because JB, you probably hear what I'm saying. Your quarterback the has had three concussions. Are coming out in full effect tonight. Three concussions in one season. I do not believe he should ever step place on a football field again because he's been hurt th- three. He's a three in one season. To me, that is extremely concerning. I mean, well, I mean, it's more concerning that that his coach put him in four days after one of the concussions. I don't disagree. I, I don't get that. I don't disagree. That to me was absurd. I, I, but JB, are you? I mean, this, again, let's agree on something here. I'm sure you might agree. I, I don't know that he should ever play again. Personally, I understand maybe he will, but like, wouldn't you be concerned as a fan if your quarterback had three concussions, period, let alone the without same a, season? Without a doubt, that's horrible. I mean, that's so not good. I, I get it. Like, I, I understand. John, you're still muted. We muted you. You just did not mute yourself. You should unmute me. I don't want to because I don't There's want to. There's Mr. Highsmith. You want to add him? Yeah. Go ahead. J- okay, well, we got I'll a producer it. in the background for a reason. Oh, there he goes. Hello, sir. How you doing? Hey, great. Hi, guys. How are y'all? I'll take How's this it going tonight? As long as I have to read anything, I'll be good. It's going well. Just um, actually relaxing today. Um, Monday's our travel day, so Dave's just kind of kicking back and um, unpacking the bag for the last time this season. So, hey, that's nice. Jake, you got to put up the eye test. He took that. He took off his glasses, so we got to see. Got to make him read. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, so you know what, Sam? Can you read? What What does my title say, real quick? What does my name say? Oh, here that? we go. Asterix. Asterix. Jake. <laughs> GM of year. FF. There you go. See, you got it. I was the GM of the year. I beat JB in fantasy football. That's why his name's second place in FF. He's gonna compl- oh. You asked me to do an eye test, so I'm just doing what I can. We're just saying, hey, can can you read that for me? That's all. That was pretty good. Pretty smooth. I, I, look, that's not my fault that you asked me to do that. You, you asked me to do something. I just applied. That's all I did. <laughs> yeah, I um I made the semifinals in both of my fantasy leagues and lost both of the semifinal games. I'm like, ah, oh, stinks. That's what it happens. happens. But that's anyway. Anyway. Jake likes to talk they, fantasy. We like to talk real football. Then talk. Exactly. You know what? It's fine. You know what? You want to go there, John? Yeah. I'll ask you. I'll, Sam, I'll start with you. Obviously, you're very connected to football. Tua Tagovailoa has had three concussions this season. John brought up John brought up playoff teams, so I was talking about that. And I just made a point, and I want, I'll get your opinion. 
I said, I don't know that I believe Tua should ever play football again. Three concussions in general is bad, but three concussions in one season, I believe, is something that would be really concerning. He's got to consider his health, not just his career. Do you think he should, you know, consider retiring? Wow. I would That's say a tough de- question. I know. Definitely consider not playing the rest of this year, retirement. Sure. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Um, I put myself with my son in that situation. Sure. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I'll just say this. I'm sure linemen get a lot more than three concussions in one season, but it's just not, you know, it's just nobody knows about it because their heads are banging around like basically every play. So I can always assure you they get a lot more than three and not that, you want that for a player, but I'm sure that there's a lot more than three for offense and defensive linemen and you know, players like that. I'm just saying. And, and nobody mentioned bad. that Joe Burrow talked about blacking out in games and still playing. You know, that's pretty bad too, but nobody I, brings that up. They just bring up Tua because he's the John, you know, he's a nice piece to talk about. No, it's because it's it's recency bias. It happened this season, so I think it's easy to bring up what just happened? Okay, right. well, this season we've had it three times. I think that's why, John. I don't think it's anything to do with anything other than that. And no, twice in a week is just horrible, John. That, the horrible coaching decision to have him put back in there four days later when you guys could have not only won a game but had you you know, prepared with Bridgewater, you also had your quarterback get hurt again. Bad move. Change the whole season. I agree. Thank you. See, JB and I agree on some things. Well, he was only diagnosed with two. He was only diagnosed in the Bengals and the Packers. He's not diagnosed. Does that make it better? He, John, he went to his coaches telling him he had concussion-like symptoms in the last. I think it was like two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, he may not have been officially called. Or, uh, it may not have been called a concussion. Sounds like either. A new one or a lingering one, which either way is very telling to me of what is going on. Yeah, you got it's a shame because because yeah. I like Tua. He's a, he's a good kid, you know, with a, with a big heart, and he had a really good year except for the injuries, which, as we know, you can't control. So it's I a agree. shame to see that happen to him. You know, it is. It is. But I, so, I definitely think the coaching staff there did get him an injustice long term. Can't argue that one. Yeah, I hope not. But. Whew. Again, I, I, I ask you as somebody that's, you know, obviously a father of a, a current player, and I figured, like, okay, if somebody's got a an insight to maybe what his family is dealing with and the conversations that maybe could be occurring or, or anything to that extent, that's why I ask. I don't ask just because you're a neutral party and you're here. I wanted to – I really wanted to legitimately get your thoughts because we've, we've talked about this. Football is a – it's a brutal sport. It, you know, yeah. we, we talked about DeMar Hamlin, and we're happy that he's doing better. But we talked about his injury is a freak accident. Well, that's one of those things that – that's a routine play. It just happens. But Tua being cussed three times is not necessarily routine. I understand maybe being tackled is the routine part, but being concussed that many times is a little – I would think it's a little concerning. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the last time Alex had a concussion. Um I think the last diagnosis one was junior year in college. Yeah. Maybe. So, and um, yeah, I we mean, we were very precautious. I mean, very cautious. Right. But then, um, you know, it was luckily. I don't think he only he was he was out of that one game. He came back the next. I can't really remember. 
or actually might have missed a, the, the following game, but um, they were real cautious about it as well. He had one when he was two when he was in high school. Ironically, he's playing baseball. JV at practice, and um, he was running to um, routine running from first to second. And the guy was trying to turn a double play, I think, and the ball hit him right inside of the, his helmet when he was running. And uh, yeah. had one of his junior year playing football, and um, in the it's like half first half of the game, and then he missed the playoff game or missed the game to qualify for the playoffs. So that was tough, but just had a we had to do what we had to do. I had a little my, yeah. my, my nephew, he's um eighth grader. He had one playing basketball um about a month ago and he finally got cleared um this week. So oh, it's yeah. weird. Concussions, there there's different symptoms, they can last different amount of times. Uh, Eric Lindros of the Flyers retired because of concussions. I believe he had seven in a short period Such of time. A great player, and he was he was a feed out. You know, he was yep. one of the top players in hockey for a while. Hmm. So I mean, you know, it, it's not a normal thing to to get a concussion. You know, it's not like tearing an ACL or spraining. Even an ankle. that's not normal. But I, I would mean. think that would be more normal than than you know uh, concussion. You know, you can't. Because I can get hit the same way five times and maybe get a concussion one time. You're right. You know, you're right. It, you're right. It, it's just it's hard to explain it. There's not enough known about it. You know, and yeah, that's the NFL is in a weird and the NFL is in a weird spot because right. they want to have the best players on the field, but at the same time they want to protect their players as well. So it's it's a balancing act. You know, they love what the fact that Tua is going to yeah. go out there and play, but they also want him to be safe because you know if he can't play anymore, then what do you do? You're and, right. You're right. And you know, Alex obviously Alex plays on the Steelers and something that the Steelers had Kenny Pickett do this season after his concussions is he wears a special helmet. Uh basically, you know, with extra padding that is designed to protect you from concussions because quarterbacks do take those type of hits right more than anybody. And that's something that the I think the NFL should require all the quarterbacks to do is I wear those helmets or, or all the players wear the wear yeah, those helmets with all, all the players. padding. Yeah. You really care about the players and care about their them not getting concussions, and that helps reduce the likelihood of concussions by a lot. And I mean, it may not be as comfortable, but I mean, who cares about that? Like, it's about their safety, right? If the NFL really cares. Why not just mandate it to where all the players have to wear his helmets with the more because that's what that's what Kenny Pickett did after his concussion. I don't know, I don't know if that helmet would guarantee you don't get a concussion. Or it's not a guarantee. It reduces the likelihood. It's a reduction, I think. Which is, is what it does. What's, the, what's the reduction difference? If you can take away know. one concussion in a guy's life, that is huge. That's huge for his brain. Anyway, hang on one second. I got I got to ask this question, Mister Highsmith. So your son Alex plays for Mike Tomlin, who I have to say has got to be one of the greatest coaches of all time. The man has coached how many years and never had a losing record. You know, and some of his teams. I mean, he he had quarterbacks that you know I can't even remember their names. I mean, this season's you know, a good example, though. Like rookie quarterback, yeah. tough, tough. Tough division, situation. tough schedule. Yeah. Yet, the man always has a winning season. You know, I mean, what does Alex say about his relationship with Coach Toblin and, you know, his thoughts on him? And what are your thoughts? I mean, he said nothing but positive um, from the time they met on a virtual Zoom because he was drafted during COVID year, so he didn't go up to get to go visit. And um, he loved that meeting. Um, 
just from the time. And I ask him some things. I try not to just ask him all the stuff. I try to not be a fan, just try to kind of be a father and just listen to what, what he talks about. But I have asked him about him, and um, he just he 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 really appreciates him. And he's just straightforward with the guys, and he jokes with them. But it's a, it's in a cool joking way. Um, well, I was going. <laughs> I don't want to say the details of joke. We kind of made a little right, joke right. Um, after the game this past week about just how how well he played against um Cleveland's left tackle. That's all I'll say. But it, it was kind of funny what he said to him. Um, but I've been been blessed to have met him and seen him one of the time after that and me and my wife both met him um before the buffalo game two seasons ago and uh, we went to, up to training camp on the trobe and he, he when he passes i spoke he spoke like he remembered it. and then he drove back by and said did a, did a high smith and just kind of just just very sincere and it wasn't anything fake about it that's just really seemed like that's who he was and um yeah, he catches a lot of grief from the Steelers. Well, some of the Steelers fans. Um, that's one thing I've noticed, and it's it's kind of sickening to me, honestly. Um, I don't know. It's just I can understand people wanting to win playoff games. Of course, you're out there to win a trophy, but to say you'd rather just keep changing coaches like some of these other teams <laughs> instead of having I don't get it. records, I, I I just don't get that. I, I just, if, if I had a coach that guaranteed me a winning season every year. I'd be ecstatic. And, and he does more than that. But just yeah. knowing that, like, he's going to provide me a season where my team has a chance to playoffs every single season, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. That's what that means. If you're above 500, you definitely have a chance at the playoffs. If I have that every year and he's won multiple championships, it's not like he's been here for, you know, 25 years and never won a championship. He's won multiple. He's he's done all the things that you need to do as a coach. I don't know what more fans could want from him. Do you want to win a championship every year? I mean, you yeah. know, that's unrealistic, but that's what it's based on what you're saying. That's what it feels yeah. like. I read something, a tweet the other day, and I think it was perfect. Somebody replied and said, you know, I think Bill, and I'm, I'm probably not going to quote it well, but Bill Belichick kind of spoiled people because because he did it. That's the expectation. Everyone can do it. Sure. Um, the franchise has, has six Lombardis, but with Tomlin only having one and been Super Bowl twice, but you've got Belichick up there with six people think he's not doing this. I mean, it's just, I agree. I would rather have that consistency knowing that I'm in there. And the fact that those guys play so hard second half of the season, I think a lot of it Absolutely. was to make sure he didn't have to lose a record. I mean, they couldn't I mean, control how the, in the world. They had a winning record this year. They it's had no hard. right to do so, by the way. <laughs> and I mean amazing. that like in the nicest way possible to start that season. I mean, I've never, oh, if anybody was going to do it, it was, Coach Tomlin, I'm, I'm sure JB or John, you'd agree. But also, like, how do you do that? You know, a lot of, I, I've heard people say, well, you're playing against teams with long losing records. And I wish I had the time to, oh, excuse me, with losing records. I had the time to to analyze and say, okay, let's see other teams with, with their above 500, who they beat and who they lost to. Well, they won the games they're supposed to. Beginning of the year, that Jets game, that loss looked bad, but Jets have been competitive all year. Right. New England lost. That was they've been competitive all year. In my mind, they didn't had a bad loss. Um, they didn't play well against the Jets. Those interceptions hurt them, and they, they had a chance against Miami. I mean, they they couldn't catch the interceptions that were thrown their way. So, but I mean, I'm just I was just pleased with the improvement of um, the defense, and remarkable how the offensive line actually stayed together and played together all year and actually got better. I mean, that's yeah. all you heard last year. Yeah. The line was awful, awful. I mean, they actually – they showed legitimate progress. They did. Right. 
And Pickett, I think he pick is a good choice. I think he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be what they need. He's not gonna necessarily be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's gonna be consistent. He's gonna be able to give him a chance to win. That's all you want. Okay. Yeah. That's all you need. I mean, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl in the same division. Yeah. And, and right. it's one of the toughest divisions in football. You got the Ravens, the Bengals, and the the Browns. They all play tough football when they play each other. It's very yeah. physical. So to have a winning record every year you're a coach says a lot about how good he is as a coach. To me, you know, it's a shame you can't put a guy in the Hall of Fame as they're still coaching, but he, he you know, he definitely will be a kid one day, and he deserves to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I'm a Giant fan. Jake's a Giant fan. We had Bill Parcells, who was, you know, a great coach. Yeah. I, I, right now, I'm going to say Tomlin's better because Tomlin oh, he's... never had a losing record. Never, ever, no matter who you had there. It is. That's remarkable. I mean, yeah, granted, he had been all those years. But it's it's more than just there. There were some rough, there was some rough years. There yeah. were years where Ben was hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. several times. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last couple years, years really. I mean, the year they had uh, Mason Rudolph fill in, and they had the incident with Cleveland. It was uh, Mason Rudolph and, yeah. and Duck Hodges, I think was his name, was the other quarterback. <laughs> yeah. it was like, who yeah. are these guys that are starting? And that was the year of Tomlin the, does it anyway. The, uh, Miles Garrett. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. And, and he does it anyway. Yeah, it that was, was so that was crazy. That was crazy how they, they they did it. And um, through the process, and then we started. To, well, he started to narrow down the teams that were talking to him, and he he had a interest in. I'm trying to think who else besides because he liked the conversation. He had a conversation with Arizona, Atlanta, well, I think Philadelphia. It's one other team that he really liked, but Pittsburgh just kind of kept being a team that he had the most interest in. And, you know, at this point, I mean, obviously, if you know anything about him, he's had, he's had his career season, and he's had it the best time right before potential for contract extension. So we're just going to sit back and let the process was, play out. That was the next question yeah. I was going to ask you is, he's at the point where he can get the extension, and if not this year, next year he is a free agent after the season. If you, if you don't want to play your cards, you want to keep them close to the vest, don't worry about it. I understand. But I have to ask, you know, just what is the interest level on returning to Pittsburgh? Is that something that, you know, Alex is really interested in? Is he like, hey, I want to just play out my contract and see how next year goes? Or is he saying, no, I, if I can get an extension this year, I want to be a Steeler for, you know, however, for whatever reasons and for how many years he'd like to be there? Well, I feel like I can say at least this much. He really loves where he is. He's um, him and his wife just got a new place and um, loves the teammates. He would definitely be interested in the extension, but I also believe that he's he understands as a business. Um, Absolutely. We talked about that last summer. Just with a lot of things that happened. Um, actually, the fact that when when they didn't keep. Um, Bud Dupree, we knew. Okay, wow, that's a that's a talent you letting go. Right. Then yeah. we started looking at it. Go, oh, wow. Well, I said they aren't gonna pay Bud and TJ. So in my mind, I, it was a business move, and you know, they, it, it gave my son an opportunity to do what he's doing. So I'm right now just really looking at the other contracts and okay, who's still gonna be on contract? Who are they gonna sign? Who are they gonna resign? So there's a lot up in there, but I I can say with confidence he has interest in staying. Okay. He does feel he feels like they appreciate him for what he's done, but he's he also knows it's a business and he has to make his vision. Absolutely, and he he's got to know his worth too, which is obviously a conversation I'm sure you're having. So on that note, I do have to ask you one more question personally. 
if he doesn't stay in Pittsburgh, and again, if you want to keep it towards the vest, it's okay. Is there anywhere that he's like that you know already that he's considering that he's interested in anything like that? Again, if you can't say, you can't say. I don't want to. I don't want to get you guys in trouble here, but I do want to know if there's anywhere he's considering looking at because he's a great player. And I gotta be honest, wants to come to New York. We'd love to have oh, him. I see where you're angling. <laughs> wow. hey, just saying. I like it. I We're recruiting honestly... from the Giants now. Of course. <laughs> that was our new job. No, I can honestly it. say he hasn't. He hasn't said that's that's okay. honest. That's All honest. right. Um, I do believe down the line at some point before he retires, he wouldn't mind going back to Carolina. Um, okay. I, was I think that's just that. because we're from North Carolina. Yep. And yeah. He grew up loving them. Everybody always great wants to play state, but... their whole their whole yeah. family and everything. I, I got that. That's it. But great hockey state level, too. Um, great hockey state. Hey. It's funny. Um, like I've got a lot of people, a lot of these Pittsburghers, these Yenzers on who follow me on um on Facebook. On I was Twitter. waiting for you to call them that. But I <laughs> I mean I still love my cane, so yeah. I, 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 I had to post that up there. I didn't get a lot of likes on that. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I like this guy. Yeah, so coming out of college, okay. um, it was during COVID. What was it like, you know, the whole process? You know, have because I mean, usually you'll have the combine, you'll get to work out for teams, you'll have pro days, and you know, Alex comes out of Charlotte, which isn't a bigger school, so it's harder to get people to look at you already. So, what was that experience like uh, with COVID? Well, fortunately, they went along and kept the combine; they didn't cancel it, um, but they canceled all the the pro days afterwards. Fortunately for him, he had a very, very good combine. Um, he ended up being of those in the edge of the edge rushes there. He had, he was a co-MVP. He had a really, he had a great, I think he had like the third or fourth best um 40 and his field work was excellent. I mean, that's when I saw him do his field work. I said, God, he belongs, he fits in. He's, he's smooth out there, but a lot of his teammates, well, several of his teammates, I thought he had a chance at uh, getting a look hurt. They hurt them a lot, not having that pro day. Um, but that and the Shrine Bowl, um, he did well there. Um, he, he, he um, I mean, the game itself, you know, you don't do as much, but during the practices when the scouts were there, he really showed off. Um, and I don't mind saying he was a he was a senior bowl snub. Um, I think there's a lot of politics and all those things, and not nothing personal against anybody, but I mean, just third team AP All American. He was um, fourth in the country in sacks, um, two time first team All Conference. To me, the the the, the um, Senior Bowl is for someone like that, someone who's played at a non-power five. Show yourself against the rest of them. I mean, Kyle Duggar brought himself from – Kyle Duggar was um, FCS. Yeah. Played in the Lenore Ryan here in North Carolina, and that Senior Bowl gave him opportunity. So there was obviously some – somebody else needed to be on that Senior Bowl team, and he wasn't that person. But it's like anything else, man. He's he's had a lot of – I won't say snubs, that's kind of overused, but he's been overlooked for a lot of things. So being that he's been underappreciated or maybe overlooked, I think is a good way to put that. All the whole time. I mean, but yeah. that's been the fuel for the fire. It's actually, yeah, I was going to say, that's what exactly. inspires them, right? I mean, that's what pushes them. Seems to make them stronger. <laughs> great if, you, if you would tell anyone, including him and us, that a kid who didn't even play varsity ball to his junior year, and he started, but, you know, he wasn't. He was a, literally a zero star. Had a great senior year, but still was not looked at. Um, no FBS offers. Will go on his third year. Uh, be six in the NFL and sacks. Nobody's. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
that. So that's pretty good. Why you play the game? It's a Absolutely. great year. Absolutely. And I get a kick. I don't want a kick. Um, how a lot of these guys who come out, they have high rankings. They they go on to the, the bigger schools and they're three, four, and five stars. And how many of them don't any make it to the league? I mean it happens. I think a lot of them are hungry. They aren't hungry. They lost their hunger. They they've arrived. They're they're they've been um titled over and, and everyone loves them. They've just been the man. They're going and they they go. Even Charlotte Al said guys didn't even have the desire. They were just there. A lot of scholarship guys, and you know, that was never him. He had to keep working. He had to work during that scholarship. He had to work during the starting position, everything. Um, there was a walk-on, yeah, a walk-on scholarship that they give in, in the country. And um, I thought his story was, like, great. I mean, look at this guy. I mean, a true walk-on, not a, a – a he wasn't even a preferred walk-on. He didn't get didn't go to campus first year. He had to wait until the first day of school like the general guy off the street to come in. So that was an extra chip he had. So and he didn't he didn't even make the final. I was kind of disappointed. The guy who won the award, um, and I won't say his name. I, I just remember watching the combine and of course me and my wife will watch. I said, yes, the guy would beat out for that <laughs> Burlsworth award. I mean it was I don't know if the guys if he's playing he's, he doesn't do anything. So I mean it's just every little every little thing. And you know what? That's what makes him so great, right? And then he got, he got the Pro Bowl snub. So I love it. Once I love again, it. another snub. So it's like, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Next Go year, ahead. next year is going to come back and be even better. I, I can next, see it. If you next year, him and TJ Watt are going to ah. lead that Pittsburgh defense. And man, is it going to be fun? I'm telling you that. I'm calling it now. If he stays healthy and both of those guys get in double digits, I mean, oh, that's going to be fun. They're going to be scary. Your, where do you put your um, you you your your, your you're blocking coverage. I mean, what do you put your team? And then you got Cam Hayward right there. So it's just – It's going to be a steel curtain all over again. You can stay healthy. That's just a trick, man. <laughs> well, we appreciate you coming on, Sam. We, we really appreciate Thank your time. Thank you, Sam. We really oh. appreciate you, yes. you taking time. Thank you, guys. I enjoy it. Anytime to talk about my son, but also I'm a proud father, and I tell people, I mean, that's what it's about. And these guys are just normal people, and – they are. Glad to be the father of one of them. Those are the words we use all the time. They're normal. You're welcome back anytime. Anytime you Absolutely. like, you're welcome back. Yes. yes. It was a Thank pleasure. You, stop on. Thank you, gentlemen. Good and God, I hate it for I hate it for y'all this weekend. That's a tough playoff game oh, going up man. to Buffalo. Woo! And God, I bet Demar might even be there himself, man. <laughs> I bet if be he can get the hospital, he'd be there. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Sam. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, Sam. Pleasure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. JB, you want to introduce right. our next guest? So our next guest needs no introduction. If you <laughs> no. listen to Sirius Radio, you know who he is. If you live in Philadelphia, Phoenix, L.A., and a host of other markets throughout the country, you've heard him. If you heard him, you're probably still hearing him, because I don't think he's ever quiet. You got no, I don't think so. Here. Well, I'll tell you one thing, guys. I am so blessed to be on the show that's sweeping the country the throwdown on Tuesdays. And first of all, John, what you need to do is you need to stand up and apologize along with TCU 
and the Seattle Seahawks, you have no business being in these playoffs. So why don't you take a couple seconds and say you're sorry to the whole darn country, along with them frogs out there that were a bunch of Fausters there. Did anybody really think that was going to be a game other than the people of Texas? And you guys are frauds going to Buffalo and trying to to think that you guys are going to actually pull something out in Buffalo. JB, I didn't know you were bringing on one of the villains from Batman. (laughs) I had no idea. So, you wow, know, John. thank you. Wow. You in? Just, Was that they with... just added a preseason game to <laughs> Buffalo's schedule this early. Oh, JB, I think we should get off the screen. Just let the two of them go at it. We're <laughs> right. having a great time hanging out. This is how guys talk. I love it. Oh, it's great. John, listen, I, I got the honor to go to the Giants-Bears game last year. It was uh, January 1st or 2nd, whatever the day Sunday was. And the Giants were down 14 nothing in like a minute. I have a feeling that's your fate this Sunday. Hey, I'm going to enjoy it. Play. I'm going to enjoy it because, you know, we haven't been in the playoffs since 2016. So and enjoy enjoying it, you know, it's been a couple years. Just John, like you, the Giants, it's been a couple years. John, but here's the difference. <laughs> we're playing a team that I believe are frauds. I think they're a good team, but the record is better than what they are. And the Giants have proven – they could actually beat them. They lost on like a sixty-one yard field goal. Yeah, I mean, we come on, beat the Bills. I mean, we beat them no, once didn't. and almost beat them, almost beat them no. a second time. No, no. John, you didn't. Prove I, I think it. You know what, John? You're, you're not going to guarantee to have Tua. That's why yeah, I don't think. I, you're I, I think That's John, my concern. It's going to take you a longer time to get up to Buffalo and come back than actually play that game because <laughs> it's not going to be worth playing that game. I, I don't know. What I'm not going to disagree. Your record under thirty degrees. If I'm not mistaken, it's like one or two and twenty something. Oh, yikes! I thought and you I had no Tua. You're in trouble, John. Just I don't know if we trouble. have Tua. The Wednesday injury report hasn't come out yet, so I'm not sure. That's fine, but I'm just well, saying. I NFL, assume we're not gonna. I assume we're not. I gonna. wouldn't count on it. The NFL yeah, made a mistake. They should have brought in that eighth team. You would have got Detroit in there. You would have got Pittsburgh in there. And it would have been. I would have liked that. That would have been something. But you kept those two teams out that were hot. And now we're subject to watch the Seattle Seagulls Oof. get their <laughs> rear cleaned out in Northern California. You know what? And it, the only All thing proves... Seattle's going to fig, figure this thing out is no. they're, they're, the rain is going to come down north south of them. So they're going to feel at home. But. It's not going to be a home game for Seattle. All this proves is that adding a seventh seed doesn't accomplish anything. It doesn't. It it just adds. It just adds a a practice week, so to speak, for the number two seed in this case. They're just going to shellac whoever it is, and it's not going to make a difference. I don't think that would have been the case. No, but I'm just saying. But John, what actually happened? That's what it's proving is that it's it's not adding a true. Large amount of value, in my opinion. It's not, but I'll be honest with you, though. These are both division games. As much as we say that there's yeah. a huge disparity, huge disparity, division games are weird. No, uh, we're not playing a division rival. rival. What are you talking this about? I'm not us, I'm talking about the Dolphins, Bills, and the Seahawks, Niners. Okay, both okay, division okay. Games, and it's the third time of the year. So, yes. you know, you're right, any team could win that. I mean, as much as we want to say that the Dolphins don't belong there and the Seahawks don't belong don't. there, you know, you, you don't. They know the 49ers. The Dolphins know the Bills. So the if only... any team in the playoffs can actually beat the Bills, if the Dolphins execute That's their fair. game plan perfectly, they could win. Do I think okay. it's going to happen? No. Hell no. So I'm going to speak in JB language. 
the oh, Dolphins. The Dolphins started out as a, as a 10-point underdog going into this week. They moved the line to 11 already, and we haven't even seen the injury report, which means that Vegas seems to think that Tua's not going to play. If it's yes. a to, – to your point, Jake, and to JB speak, you know, it's an 11-point game in a playoff game. I mean, that's crazy. That's you rough. never see a 11-point disparity on the betting line, you know. You never yeah. see that in a playoff okay. game. See in a regular season, not a playoff. Because there's a point to all this, I know. Or is that well, just the John, point? You no, know I was what, just John. You, just you, you're just admitting you, you that you're there's. You do a double for that Miami Dolphins coach. So if he missed a flight and you flew up <laughs> there, I don't. <laughs> oh, John. You know, unfortunately, he's correct. I mean, John, you realize you've been taking flack on the Dolphins for the last three days. Like, no matter who we talk to in a group conversation, yeah, they've got after you about the Dolphins. But, but if we win Sunday, I want to make sure all these people – oh, yeah. oh, Madman Man we'll be here. back here next Tuesday if the Dolphins win. Yeah. And I'm back here. John, right in that spot we will right all down eat there. crow and, and deal with it, I think. I think I speak for all of us let, when I say that. Let, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. In, 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 in the, the, the go back to that college football game, did anybody really – Honest no. to God, think that TCU belonged in this. When Kansas I, State knocked them out, I said to myself, they still don't belong in this. How do you keep USC out of it? And USC lost the passion, and they laid down against Tulane. But yep. how did you bring this Mickey Mouse, Cinderella lost their slipper team? I call them the Fraud Frogs. How do you bring these guys <laughs> into a championship game? Would a team that had something actually to play for that can probably three-peat here? You know why? Because the college playoffs are a mess. And, and I you think... only have two conferences that, that actually count. Exactly, that's, and really, that's and the problem. It's really one and yes. two. Because yes. the Big Ten really isn't as good as the SEC, but at least they're competitive. There, There's you like know? two good teams in the Big Ten. That's it. Like, really good. That I'm like, okay – Deserving of the playoffs. Michigan. I feel like the Big East folded a long time ago. The ACC Mi- is just Clemson. It's 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 Michigan and Ohio and the, State right, right and now. Pac-12 Michigan is always and Ohio State are the two Big Ten teams. And I'm like, yep, playoff teams, they deserve it. The rest of them, at the moment, no. So you might as well just be like, okay, forget everybody else in college football. Just for, like, just literally just forget the Big Ten. Forget – just forget anybody outside of, like – a handful of teams, really. It's TCU was a great story. It was exciting. I loved it. But it proves one thing to me. UCF a couple of years ago, I want to say two or three years ago, they, I think they went undefeated during the regular yep. season. And they didn't make the college playoffs. It was the right decision. I understand that they were record-wise, the, all these great things. They would have got their just – they would have gotten kicked. crushed. There is no it, – it's – it's apples and oranges. It's totally Yeah, you got to keep the Coastal Carolinas and the TCUs and these Boise States in their own little conference, and maybe they can kind of concoct something. But when you match them against the Georgia and Alabama and the SEC, they're in over their heads. It's just – it's not fair. There's an, there's an answer to all of this. The college football season becomes the NCAA basketball tournament. You start week one. Alabama plays – you know, sisters of the poor, you know, yeah. which would be 164. If they win, you know, then they move forward. I love the so idea. Just do that. Well, and I not only that, not, <laughs> not only that, guys, 
I mean, these, 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 these people, they get excited. I mean, you see them in these towns, you know, they get on there, they got the shorts going, they have two beers in hand. They look like Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> chugging them in a tailgate. And they're getting excited because Alabama is kicking Bowling Green's ass, which is favored by 60-something points. How do you lay 300 ducats down to go see that garbage? I don't know. But on that note, I want to move on to something else that needs to be talked about. And, John, I tuned into the sports arena last night, and you talked about it. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Because we need to take a minute on our show to talk about the atrocity that is the Houston Texans and firing Lovey Smith. Because there's good and there's bad in this situation. And I'm going to start with the obvious, which is the bad. The Texans are just a pitiful organization is how I'll call them. Firing Lovey Smith was just, they never wanted him. They always wanted Josh McCown. They only hired him, as John, you said it, and I couldn't have agreed more. Yep. It was a PR stunt. It was just yep. to make them look good. Minority coaches are not a very All common thing, unfortunately. They did it because they knew with everything going on, that would be the one thing that could make them look good. But I want to talk about the good now, and I want, and this is why I'm really excited to talk about this, because Lovey Smith, of course, gets fired, and I'm, I'm not happy about it. But I also love what he did because he sent them with the ultimate double bird, Eli Manning on Monday Night Football. You know, it was it it was beautiful because he said, you know what? I know I'm Brian getting fired Cox at. He knows. The Buffalo he, Bills in a he knows. For the playoff he game. knows he's got Double no team. chance to keep his job after this game. I, he knows already whether he's been talked to or not. There's no chance he can even possibly believe that he's keeping his job because he knows what the Texans are about. He sends them off with a win. And says, "Yes, here, this is your number one overall pick. You want it? Bye bye." Throws it away and says, "It's not yours. It's going to the going to the other team. Going it's to my going to the Bears." Team. And I love it. Well, I love that. Well, what I find you know absurd is the poor man went into upper management office to basically beg for his job. It came out that he went in there to say why they shouldn't fire him, why they should give him another year, which they should because. You know, who he didn't pick the players. What was he supposed Texans, to do? The Texans, although they're not a good team, they played hard all year. They didn't give up week after week. They were in most of their games. They just couldn't win them. And if you look back historically at teams that do that, there's progression the next year. Yeah. They start winning look, some of those look games. Look at the Lions. The Lions are the perfect no. example of what you just described. Last year, they weren't doing very well, but they had a good coach that fought hard. They, and they were in every right. game. And look at them this season. They nearly made exactly. the playoffs. They were literally, they were this close. I mean, they, they were inches. They could smell it. I I, exactly. I can't argue with that at Batman? all. Well, I'll tell you first of He's all. He's the penguin, not Batman. Watch yourself. <laughs> That's Mad what you're looking for. He's a madman. Oh, is, is Batman. Lovey, all right, well. Is Lovey Smith on Jock Vaughn, the coach of the Brooklyn Nets, are they related? Because I'll tell you one thing. These guys look like they can play in the Paramount Plus 1883. They got the haircuts that look nice, but the beard's gray. It just doesn't match, man. Dude, he got fired because he didn't shave. That's why. <laughs> what is this, the Yankees? I was going to say, what is this, the George Steiner? George Steiner. Well, here, 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 is that what's here, going on? Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Lovey Smith, I was never a big fan when he was at the Chicago Bears. And boy, the Bears getting the number one pick. We haven't seen this since 1946, I think. But he never turned around the Bears. He comes to Houston. And then we got to Deshaun Watson. And I don't know how the hell Cleveland gave him $230 million. Because they were desperate and stupid. 
yeah, that's that's okay. You, you assaulted every woman in Houston, Texas. We'll get. Don't worry about that. That's not our city. Just don't do it in Cleveland. We'll pardon you over here. Come on, man. And then you treat Trevor Bauer like Trevor Bauer got treated. I mean, the, the problem with the NFL, I got guys, is I really think when you really look at this, and I, I said this on XM with the boys, I think we might not see this in our lifetime. We might see this three decades from now. The NFL is headed for flag football, and soccer mom's going to put an end to it. I hope not. 100% right. I 100% Listen, agree with that. I'm not going to argue we, with it. I just hope not. We Watch, are very, guys. Sack quarterbacks are like a lucky. normal sack, and that's a flag. Listen, we are very lucky that the, the freak play, because it, was, it wasn't anything vicious what happened with DeMar Hamlet. The man almost died. You know, when you look at concussions and injuries that happen on the football field, you know, and then to have that happen on Monday Night Football in front of the whole country, you know, when you already have the whole CTE issue going on with the NFL, with that whole lawsuit that was resolved, and all the other injuries, Tua with his three concussions, you know, it's going down a bad hill unless you figure something out and how to make the game safe. And I'll be honest with you, when you – when you watch the way that the NFL is trying to make the game safe, it doesn't make any sense. You, you make a normal tackle, it's a flag. You know, you, yeah. you oh, lay a pinky on a quarterback. On you, you, I can't fall on the guy I tackle. You, you, you know. Jimmy, you breathe in the general direction of the quarterback. Oh, that's a flag, 15 yards. I mean, well, come I on. raise my hand we, we, because I'm trying to tackle you. It's illegal hands to the face of the quarterback. Well, we I can mean, send people I, I guess, to the moon. Yeah. No, we can send no. people to the moon, boys. But we can't come up with a helmet or a, 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 or somewhere. And, you know, when I look at the four major sports, I've always said to me, I've always liked hockey the best. And I, I played it for a few years. Got my jersey I, I figured on, I'd man. I keep my teeth playing goalie. But <laughs> and my nickname was Blue Line. But that's a story for another day. But I will tell you this. When you look at what they've done in hockey, they've kind of curbed the fighting a little they kind of, you know, made the the, the guys wear uh, helmets. They got rid of the Halloween mask. Clint Malarchuk almost died on the ice, and they came in with the throat yeah. thing. But football seems to always kind of push this under the rug, and now the rug is a mountain, and, you, you know, you come up with these bounty gates and all this. Come on, man. Tom Brady doesn't cheat on six Super Bowls. Give me a break. <laughs> and, and, and it's it's you throw Ray Rice out of the league, but you let Deshaun Watson in the league. So, you know, you make rules as you go. I just think the NFL is going with it like heavyweight boxing. We grew up with heavyweight boxing, Rocky Marciano, you know, uh, George Foreman, Muhammad Ali, you know, all these guys. Where's boxing today in the heavyweight division? <clears throat> exactly. I don't know, Jake. You, you, you boxing next week? No, not quite. Thought about it. Thought about it. There was it was heavy consideration, but I decided not this weekend. Maybe, maybe the next weekend. We'll see. I, I I couldn't last weekend. Maybe maybe in two weeks. We'll see. I, it's it's on the docket. It's one of those things I want to do, but you know can't can't decide yet. I don't know. But yeah, but no, yeah you're the, right. I the mean, NFL is definitely in trouble. You know, they are, but compared, they do not I mean, care. Listen, we have, you know we have the that greatest money producer. keeps coming in. I got to say, we have the greatest producer at all of sports radio. JT yeah. just let me know that the NFL players have approximately 3.8 times higher chance of concussion in a regular season game than an NHL player. 
Two so contact sports. That. That's scary. And, and I'd like you, to point out, a, I'd like to point out, puck in hockey, your head. In, in hockey, you have guys on skates going at each other, though, upwards of about 20, 22 miles an hour, depending on how fast they're trying to. But I would say, I would yeah. say a minimum, like if they're going really fast, which it can happen. Not supposed to, but certainly it happens every now and again where, you know, where you're trying to, where you're you're going to the boards, right? You're trying to stop. They could easily still be going as they're trying to slow down 15, 16 miles an hour, maybe, you know, as they're trying to slow up, if they come into contact too early because they can't slow up, they're smacking each other on the boards. No, they're fine. Well, you know, the the, the chances are lower. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you take, let me tell you, you take, and they're going to solidify that Arizona situation with that mullet arena with 5,000 people. Oh, don't talk about that. Arizona State. But let me tell you, when they solidify that, you know, for a sport that doesn't have the money the NFL does, because the NFL with $40 million TV contracts and everything, I look at the NFL and I think to myself, you got Mark Davis over here bitching that in Vegas now the Bears and Chiefs are out drawing his fans. Well, you idiot! You should have stayed in Oakland, where you had the should black hole. Just stay in your own lane. Everything. They you loved know? them out there, yeah. But yeah. hockey, man, hockey's on. Uh, you know, Wayne Gretzky. I, I will tell you, solidify it. Not to take anything away from Jackie Robinson and Bird and Magic and all that, but Wayne Gretzky should be the ambassador of the NHL for putting these cities like Seattle and Vegas with hockey. Where it's just prospering. I mean, we got a winter classic in Seattle. Yeah. You know, I can't, can't wait. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I, mean, I love yeah. the winter classic but, every year, but that's not the point. What they need to do is figure out a way though, and I think the deal that they had between ESPN and TNT to bring more fans in, you I know, loved because it. to be honest with you, the average sports fan is not a hockey fan. Yeah. The three of us here all love hockey, it's you love hockey game. more. Yep. You know, but the average the average sports fan can care less about the NHL. It's a great sport. You know, I don't I don't get it's, it. I mean, great. You know, I'm not up on it. Well, I, 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 I will NFL, tell you but, another sport that's kind of going by the wayside. And I don't, you know, when you look at it, is the NBA. I, I mean, we, I grew up with the birds and magics and all that dynasties. The only thing that's keeping the NBA afloat is that team in Milwaukee. That I've always loved when they had Jabbar and Danridge and Robertson and all those guys and the Golden State Warriors. You take those two teams out of the equation, I think the NBA is just you know it's 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 fallen by the wayside. No defense being played, no. You know to a certain extent, and you know they're tired of the Durants and and, and all these other guys. I mean, play the game, man. You're making big money. Let's get some role models. Uh, yeah, the the resting and sitting out games because you don't care about Gross. the regular season is just yeah, it's a business. Well, just, yeah, that you can thank Popovich on that one. Resting guys in Miami when they only made their only visit there. Now everybody's <laughs> doing it. I uh, gentlemen, it. I we have always hated that. We have about two and a half minutes. I want to very very quickly. Everybody, give me one one team that you think's winning the Super Bowl really quickly. John, I'm starting with you, and I swear to God, if you say the Dolphins. I will reach the screen and strangle you. I'm, don't you dare say the Dolphins. Dolphins. And by the way, we didn't even mention that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is on the trade block now. I don't want to hear this. Right. He chose his Dolphins. I told them I was going to have to kill him. JB, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? And please don't say the Giants because as much as I want them no, to, you know that's no, not happening. I think we're winning one game. But honestly, I agree. The Super Bowl, 
San Francisco against Buffalo. Who's going to win that game? I'm going to go Buffalo right now. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll throw it to uh, our madman, Mancini. What do you got? Well, I do radio in Philly on WWDB. So they, they know how much I hate them since the skins are out of this thing on the NFC side of things. But I think the Eagles got the, 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 the team that's going to get to the Super Bowl. They got a nice running game, which Dallas can't seem to stop. So you can run all day on the Cowboys. And I don't think the Niners are there. If Garoppolo was there, it'd be a different story. I think it's a smoke and mirror team. Got defense. Tampa Bay, you know, Brady's a winner wherever he – and then when you look at the Giants and, and the Vikings and, you know, the, the, the Seahawks, I, I just don't think it. I like the Eagles in the NFC. I will tell you, I think Buffalo and that Bills Mafia up there, they got a lot to they got for. it? And let me tell you something. I don't need to fly American Airlines and Southwest and all this. I could just hang on Josh Allen's football and land in Pittsburgh. There you go. So I, I like Eagles it. Eagles and Buffalo. All right. I'm taking Niners, Chiefs. I think it's the Niners have a great team, even with Brock Purdy and the Chiefs speak for themselves. I'm still picking the Chiefs to win. On that note, I'm going to start with Madman. We got just about 30 seconds. Tell the people very, very quickly where they can find you. XM203, Series 217 on Fridays. They also do a business thing on that. I don't wear no suit and tie. I'm not that. But then <laughs> WWDB AM860 in Philadelphia on Thursdays, six to seven your time. I also do a uh, third year doing with the Pittsburgh Pirates broadcast. Tarek Block, the first base coach, so we'll gear that up. And I'm in a host of other cities. I love this city, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys each and every Tuesday on the throwdown, man. And I will be back here, John, when Buffalo steamrolls that game. That's going to be a Georgia TCU game. So you'll have time. You better, better waddle your ass back here next errands. Tuesday. <laughs> John. John, where can they find you? Come on. Uh, Blue Hawks 13. Come on, man. It's on the screen. I know. JB. JB underscore the program. Not the asterisk. That's right below. Oh, shut it. All right. You guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. And as you see scrolling across the bottom of the screen, those are all the places you can find sideline sports. On that note, everybody have a good one, and we'll see you next time. And again, remember, I am the champion, not JB. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.